Like, like I definitely, I wouldn't do this. I know you wouldn't do this, right? No, I but, <laughs> but again, like if she, like, is it eat my butt if I did it? I would be in an early grave if I did this. Yeah, with a lot of stories, you should be able to kind of pick out which side is better off than the other. Even mm-hmm. if both of them are fairly self-interested, usually, like, one has a sort of prevailing idea of, like, righteousness. Um, in this case, though, it's really hard to choose because both sides genuinely have at least some amount of valid perspective, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um... So I guess, I guess we'll start. So this story begins five months ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and for the sake of privacy, and also because this was recommended by a lawyer, um, they are just going to be referred to as John and Jane Doe. Which, like, that's fairly typical. Um, in this case, it's more important, though, because these are real people. This is a real situation that's still actively going on. And... Um, it's still actively working its way through the court system, so any names reference could actually be like very easily looked into, which Ooh. I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> right. Nor do I want the legal responsibility of being a part of that. <laughs> At all. Yeah. So, story begins five months ago, and Jane Doe, she is 17, soon to turn 18, she is a high school senior, right? All right. And she has just gotten out of a very abusive relationship um, with another high schooler. Mm. So she originally she's talking about how she is going to really take time to focus on herself and sort of grow. And she thinks that's going to be good for her. Right. As she should. Um, as she should. Right. Which like love to see that. But yeah. ultimately she downloads tinder (laughs) oh goodness um so she downloads tinder and after a couple days she meets john doe now Mm -hmm. john doe is not from alaska he's from the lower 48 and he is a part of the military so he he's a soldier he's a he's a little (laughs) soldier boy and he is um very traditional when you think of what a soldier is like very like headstrong somewhat narcissistic <laughs> like why do people not pay attention to other people when they say don't go for soldiers on tinder that is literally a red flag oh trust me the red the red flags intensify we'll get to that um so anyways uh, John Doe is 21. Well, actually 20 when they meet. He turns 21. Oh, wait, she's um, 17, right? Once she's again. 17 turning 18. So it's it's a weird three-year age gap, but, like, I've seen weirder. So I'm like, I'm not going to judge about that, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so they start talking, and they eventually meet up, and they hang out a couple more times, and eventually they start dating. Right. And 
at first everything seems fine like there's nothing really going on mm-hmm. um but eventually the idea of marriage is brought up which as someone who knows a lot of oh, military maybe? families and knows the sort of military guy archetype it like it's very very evident from an outside perspective that he wants to get out of the barracks <laughs> like really? yeah like i don't have any other way of saying it like there's no way to be like it was just young love because like he was the one who brought up the idea of marriage at least as far as i'm aware like there are so that's another thing there are points of the story that need a bit more clarification but like i have no ability to contact him um with good reason but we'll get to that <laughs> so um that that's another problem with the story is that i only have the stuff that i've seen and then the side that i've gotten and then like sort of the second side that i've gotten but nothing really from his side so i don't know what his intentions were but mm-hmm you'll start to see this sort of portrait show mm-hmm. up and it's a bit unnerving okay so flash forward a couple months right they've been together for i believe four like three and a half or four months at this point and jane doe's parents go on vacation to hawaii and they leave her here so oh, goodness i don't like where this is going which which up until this like Jane Doe isn't, like, the type who you'd think would do bad things. She is a straight-A student, like a 3.0 G or not 3.0, like a 3.8 GPA. Um, oh. Like, very successful in sports, like, socially very successful with, like, meeting people and having friends. Like, not the type who you would find to be in a situation where she's in trouble, you know? Um... Mm. Which is why, like, no one saw this coming. This was completely out of the blue. Um, which we'll get into that. <laughs> there's, there's a lot oh, to get into. Yeah. But, for Jane Doe, she is now alone at her house with him. And, um, through a course of events, <laughs> she breaks into her parents' safe in order to retrieve her birth certificate and her social security number my goodness and they get the proper paper which actually originally i thought this was when they had the paperwork they had the paperwork for this marriage certificate or license or whatever for like a couple weeks before this which i find that very weird just have that like sitting around like yeah this was very premeditated this wasn't like a moment of passion this was like very calculated which i'm just like whatever it's weird um it's definitely concerning but she breaks into the safe and gets these things and Mm -hmm. submits the paperwork with everything and has two of uh, John Doe's friends as, like, the people who oversaw it and, like, it was officiated by another one of his friends who had, like, an online marriage, like, thing. (laughs) Oh my goodness, you're lying. No, 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 no. And that's not with it. So, it's... (laughs) if this was a normal story that may be where it ends but here's the thing she's not pregnant she has like no reason to have gone down this path you know um which i'm not i'm just trying to be like oh like if you're a teenager and getting married you have to be pregnant but like i have never heard of an 18 year old marrying a 21 year old without a pregnancy or any reason and it's all secreted that's the other thing 
this this was an entirely secretive wedding. Parents did not know. Friends did not know. Completely hidden, right? Right. Um, which like, if anything, that really hints like probably knew that wasn't the right thing to be doing, right? Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> so uh they're officially married. And the parents are still gone for about a week and a half. And they're just at the house. Um, and Jane Doe's mother, upon returning at the end of this vacation, notes how he acted like he lived there. And that kind of made her a bit unnerved because it was like, like, it's just, it's weird to have your boyfriend basically move into your parents' house, you know? Right. Just, especially when he's, like, that much older. It's just, it was sort of weird. Um, ultimately, though, like, during this period, right, mm-hmm. um, they begin drinking, and he begins drinking in excess. And this is, this is sort of one of the overarching themes that begins, right? Drinking so, excess, right, like, drinking so he, before they are married, drinks casually in the evenings with friends and stuff, right? Like, social drinker. Right. After the marriage, right? And this is a very, very odd note. He begins drinking a lot, and it gets a lot worse. So right. he goes from a couple beers or whatever, right? He is drinking a bottle of Royal Crown a day. A day? And at one... A, and at one point, he drinks two in one day. He's drinking it as early as eight in the morning, Ooh. and is showing he's showing up to work drunk, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. But yeah. I say allegedly, but allegedly. I I saw him in this state uh, like multiple times where I I definitely recognized that like he was drinking a lot, but I didn't really process like how much that was. Was he, was he driving know? drunk as well? Like driving drunk? Yes. Well? Yes. He was driving drunk and um it's a whole thing, right? Right. Um one of the interactions that I saw firsthand, right? We are up on top of a mountain in a parking lot. And this is me, John Doe, Jane Doe, and then one of our former friends. And in a car that's a couple uh, feet away from us is Jane Doe's ex-boyfriend and his friends. It's just like a weird coincidence. Right. And she mentions it and it's like, that's so, that's so weird, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so John Doe gets out of the car and he goes to the bathroom and he is he's drunk at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he then walks he, he walks back from the uh, like park bathroom, right? And mm-hmm. he's standing next to the car, their car, and they roll down the window, and then he, I'm not sure exactly what words are exchanged, because when he came back to the car, he said that he basically, like, told them to fucking get lost, and, like, not to interact with her, but, like, they weren't, you know? Yeah. Um, but according to the ex-friend who was, like, with the window cracked down a bit and was more close to it and might have heard more... Mm-hmm. She thought that he had said something about like pulling out a gun or something. I'm not oh. sure about the clarity of that. Um, and in my mind, I can definitely see that because there were other incidents in which he did pull out a firearm on former friends and other people as like definitely an extension of like strength, where it's like I feel like I'm a cool guy. 
I'm going to be threatening you with a gun because I'm like a cool guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, very childish, especially for a man in the military. That is. I don't know if I would call that childish. Uh, a child would know not to pull a gun on somebody. <laughs> so I, I don't even. Know Ir- irresponsible then, like incredibly irresponsible to be handling Stupid. a firearm in that man like manner. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, like again, he's drinking a lot. Um, and he is very easily angered, and he very obviously doesn't have a way to really control that anger. Um, I would also like to note that during the course of this, right, because this is <laughs> this is like two weeks when oh. all these different things are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, before they're married, he reveals. So, uh, when they started dating, he talks about how he has a kid back in Lower Forty Eight, right? Totally mm-hmm. normal, whatever. Uh, he then goes on a trip, allegedly, to go see that kid and the baby mama. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out that he was lying and he was actually going and seeing another baby mama and her kid because he may or may not actually have two kids from two different, like, mothers. Uh, has he not t- taken a test to see? Evidently the lawyers are trying to figure that out because it's like a whole thing. I don't know. It's a whole thing. I don't have a lot of insight into it. But he also didn't talk about it a lot because I'm pretty sure he was afraid he was going to get caught in more lies. Right. Anyways. <laughs> so, um, now, mind you, 18-year-old girl is now married to this 21-year-old man and is now technically the stepmother, or possibly is, the stepmother to two children at 18. Oh. Weird, right? Like, again, no judgment. But, like, it's still just an odd situation that you definitely don't see every day. So, from that I mean, I point, be as unjudgmental as they come, but this whole story is literally one entire like he's a he's a walking red flag. He he he's that thing that the bull like you know the the bull people wave in the air to get the bulls coming at them. He's that, <laughs> he's that thing, that red little cape thing, and oh, it gets worse. It gets it, it gets so unbelievably worse, right? It's so possibly getting worse. It's already getting so bad. So flash forward, the parents have returned. He's no longer really like quote unquote living at their house. He's back at the mm-hmm. barracks. Graduation rolls around. Woo! He's he's already graduated, but uh, she's graduating, right? So Jane Doe's graduating. Oh my goodness. So it's her big special day, right? Like the one of the biggest things like a high school is like graduation, right? Like you've been working so hard to get to this point and she finally is getting it, right? Right. Um he shows up drunk to her graduation. Oh my goodness. Which is at like eight thirty in the morning when they arrive. He's drunk. Like drunk drunk. Oh. Um which like aside from just like why are you that drunk at this early of an hour? But also, like, you're attending your your wife's graduation and you're drunk in front of all of her friends and family? That's embarrassing. I would be so Really embarrassed. Like, it's very unfortunate. I feel really bad that that happened to her. It's just, like, it's really unfortunate. But everything comes to a head that night. Because, mind you, the parents still don't know about the secret wedding. They still don't know. They still don't know. So, <laughs> this is where everything 
it it definitely goes downhill at like an accelerated pace. So, um, he leaves her graduation early with her brother. They both go back to the house they walk. Uh, which, finally, for once, he didn't drive drunk. I'll give him credit for that, I guess. But, again, he leaves his wife's graduation and leaves her alone there. Which, like, that's kind of weird. Um, and then he's back at the house. He passes out. They finally all arrive home after the end of the graduation. He's sleeping. Her, uh, Jane Doe's mother is making, like, this really nice dinner. It's, like, a whole thing, right? It's supposed to be, like, a big occasion. He sleeps through it all. Like, all of it. All of it? And all of it. So, like, the dinner, like, all the celebration, all of it he sleeps through. And he finally wakes up, and she makes a sly comment, like, like, wow, he kind of blew that one. Because, like, he did! Like, that's right. not, that's not, like, a rude thing. It's, like, you... It's really sad that you just missed out on all this stuff, and also, like, you kind of just did this in front of her whole family, and it's kind of like, Exactly. Uh. So yeah. So, he then, according to her, because I was talking to her about this, um, Jane Doe's mother, right? Mm-hmm. Which she has a lot of years as a psych nurse. So she, she's been around the block. She has seen and had to deal with all sorts of stuff. She says that the look that he gives her at that moment sent chills down her spine. Which, like, it takes a lot to do that for her. So I'm just like, right. that's... Because she still doesn't know anything's wrong, right? That's weird. So, uh, flash forward a little bit later in the evening, and this is all still on the same day, right? So the, ne- the rest of the story is happening for the next day, or for the rest of the day and then into the next morning. So, because it, it goes downhill very fast. Right. She is doing his laundry. He calls her. He tells her that she needs to come stay the night over at their apartment. Because now, officially, because they're married, he has gotten them an apartment over in an unnamed portion of Anchorage that's, like, definitely not the good side of Anchorage. Um, their neighbors were actual crackheads. Oh, exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So, definitely, like, not a safe place to be, especially if you're, like, you know, an 18-year-old girl (laughs) who's going to be left there alone while he's at work the whole day. Like, right? Like, hmm. (laughs) Questionable. Questionable, questionable, questionable. So, he's telling her, you need to get over here, like, right now. If you're not in your, like, truck heading here by midnight, I'm going to tell your parents about the marriage. Oh, blackmail blackmail blackmailing your wife and her family what exactly like over what i still don't understand what the inciting incident is because there's nothing that really happens that night he just leaves because he gets mad at her mom for pointing out the fact that he really did blow it you know like i i still don't understand that right right um so he <laughs> is threatening her about this. Her parents want her to stay the night. She also really wants to just stay the night at the house because, like, she's trying to be with her family right now. But mm-hmm. he's putting her between a rock and a hard place. So she's basically like, I'm either going to have him mad at me or they're going to be mad at me. But if he's mad at me, he's going to expose the marriage, right? Right. So around midnight, she gets into her truck and she leaves. Her mom immediately messages her and is like, why, like, where are you going? And she's like, I'm just going to drop off his laundry. She was doing his laundry, by the way. 
Ugh. Um, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> so, the mom's like, okay, drop off the laundry, but, like, come back home. Because, like, I don't want you out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, that... Put a pin in that, because we'll come back to that. Um, sort of an over- overarching idea of control. Which... Right. We'll get into that. But she's leaving. She then goes there and is staying the night there. And her mom's like, what? Like, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And finally, Jane Doe's like, I don't want to be put in this situation. I just want to be over with, right? So she takes the marriage certificate, snaps a photo, and sends it. All hell breaks loose. <laughs> oh my Her parents God. call her, are screaming, her father is throwing stuff, which, like, it's a, like, genuine reaction to be like, holy shit, my daughter got secretly married to this man who may or may not have just, like, had some weird, potentially threatening interaction with my wife, from the perspective of her parents, right? Weird. So... It's a whole thing. Whole disaster. But ultimately, it's agreed on, like, Jane Doe is going to come home in the morning and, like, talk it out. She really just, like, wants her parents to, like, cool down overnight. And they're like, okay, right. Right. So the next morning rolls around. Which, whole night, she spends up, she stays up all night. She's throwing up because she's, like, so upset. And John Doe, right, at this point, makes a couple weird remarks. He's not i i'm not sure of he may have been drinking again i again that's another point that would need clarification i believe he may have been drinking once they got back to their apartment right right um he mentions how they'll come around with it like it's not that big of a deal which is just weird right very like, he, he said a lot of things, and even in, like, conversations that I've had with him, with, like, others, like, he definitely doesn't seem to have a lot of value placed in, like, a, like a family, right? Where it's like, right. they're not going to hold grudges, it'll be, like, fine, just give them time, right? Uh-huh. Which, <laughs> Jane Doe's parents hold a grudge. It is not going to be over, right? It is done done and she knows that which is why like definitely him threatening them or threatening her to tell them was like so weird like on its own that's like weird but with everything else mixed in it's just like hmm you know Mm. so things get even worse (laughs) the morning Mm. rolls around she goes home and she does not I'm so she somewhat knows this at the time but, like, it's definitely coming to an end, right? Right. She goes home and is talking with her parents. She then... I can't remember why, right? But she goes back to their apartment and exchanges words with him. And she kind of gives him the choice that they have, right? And the choice is she can stay married to him and they lose all connections to the family. She loses everything, right? No access to the bank account, no access to her truck, which, like, basically everything her parents own, completely stripped away from her, right? Right. Um, or 
they get an annulment and even Jane Doe's mom is like, I don't care if you two, like, can, you can continue dating, right? I don't care. It's just like, you shouldn't be married right now, you know? Right. And Jane Doe tells John Doe this, and he brings back something that he had mentioned before while drunk, but did not remember mentioning. And that is the fact that he saw no value in them dating if they were not married. And he said that again in regards to the annulment. We are not getting annulment. We are married. We are not ending this. Because we're not going to date if it's over. It's over, you know? Right. Which is just, it's very surface level. He just wants the benefits of being a married military man, right? I don't think that's a leap. I think that's very evident. (laughs) So, all that in mind, right? She gives him a look as she's leaving. And she kind of, she said in retrospect, like, she kind of felt that this was the last time that she was going to see him, right? Right. She then goes home and is then talking with her parents. Her mom is like, just don't respond to him. We need to handle this, you know? And he starts blowing up her phone. Text after text after text after text after text. Calls so many times. Um, And then eventually... Jane Doe's mother picks up the phone and he's screaming at her you need to like basically like let my wife come here like I'm going to come to the house and get her very um her mother and her both said it was very property-esque like that's my wife you know which again military man not surprised he sees his spouse as like an object it's fine (laughs) we won't get into that yeah. Um, anyways, Go so it's it's very weird, but ultimately he keeps texting, keeps texting, keeps texting, keeps texting, and she's not responding. He threatens to call the cops to like come get her. Mm-hmm. Um, like he definitely doesn't understand the fact that cops aren't SEAL Team Six, I guess. <laughs> so it's it's very weird, right? But ultimately, he, um, eventually, her family calls the police and are like, this guy is harassing her. He needs to just, like, stop communication, right? It's a whole thing. It just needs to end. So a case is opened, and one thing leads to another. That evening, they then go to the courthouse and get a protective order put in place so he can't text her for, like, 20 days. And he's not served that, right? Not yet. Mm-hmm. So, it just so happens that this all aligns with <laughs> me, Jane Doe, and another one of our friends going on a road trip. Oh, good. So, all hell is breaking loose. And we're like, we don't want to be in town when this is happening, right? Because we don't know what's going to happen, right? He, he has issues with anger and managing it, and he has access to firearms. That's not a good mix. For anyone, right? We could have prevented ourselves from being in this situation. Just by not getting married? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, literally, this is so... All of this could have been avoided, right? None of this was necessary. None of this had to happen. But we don't know what he's going to do. And there's definitely an underlying concern of something could happen. So it would probably be best if we weren't around. 
So we end up moving the trip up, so we actually leave a day early, which is the next day. And as we leave town, there's sort of this, like, odd sense in the air where it's like, it feels like we're evacuating before something happens, right? Luckily, nothing happens. But as we enter another nearby city, which I'm not trying to get specific with names for any of this. (laughs) As we enter another nearby city, um, she gets the call that he's been served. Which, like, uh-oh, right? Because, um, <laughs> like, that that would be the point where it's, like, if he's going to do anything, it's going to happen, like, now, you know? Um, my concern, though, was the fact that he blames a lot of this on me. You? Which, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. Jane Doe doesn't know why. Like, I don't know where he got the idea that I was involved in any of this because this was all him and her parents, right? right. I wasn't, I didn't even know that they were married until like a week later, right? Right. Nope. And still that happens. It was a complete mess. But that was my concern because like you have a grown man with firearms who believes that I'm at fault for your divorce. Like, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. And he knows where I live. Right? Like, where you live? Yeah, he knows where all of us live. So that, that was another concern. It's like, we don't know where he is. He could just show up. And that to me is really frightening. It still is, even now. Like, even though the threat isn't going to follow through, like, at the time, it was definitely a very real possibility. Right? Right. So, like I mentioned in our previous podcast episode, this trip was partially to do stuff for episodes. So, that is where we began the work oh, on the safe house episode, which never was published, but it's now what this has evolved into. So, right. so we are basically... <laughs> <laughs> I am hearing this for the first time, as y'all are. Yeah, so this has been definitely person. under wraps. <laughs> oh, so, goodness. I am at a lake house in the valley, and we are all there. It's so weird, right? Because when you're there before, like, everything really opens up, there's, like, no vehicles out in the water, so it's just, like, unnervingly quiet, you know? I think that kind of added to the sense of dread of, like, something is definitely wrong. But it was fine. It's fine. So, Jane Doe's marriage is imploding. And she has... She still ultimately has this choice where it's like, do I choose him or my family? And also, his last text message to her was, I can't believe you chose your mom over me. In a heartbeat. Right? What like, your mom over like, what? <laughs> like, how self-important do you have to be to think that four months outweighs 18 years? I just don't understand. Like, delusional. Delusional. So, we are on the run, pretty much. (laughs) Because we genuinely don't know if he's, like... Because he knew that we were going to Fairbanks, right? He knew that we were going on this trip. Right. And we're like, okay, like, what if he is coming up there to, like, look for us? Like, we have no clue, right? Anything's possible. Because we also, we don't know where he is. So that's another frightening thing. It's like, he could be anywhere right now. So, it's fun. We have our full trip. We do the stuff for the podcast episode. And we eventually return 
um, like home. And at that point, the problem is sort of like declawed. We don't really think it happen. But there's still this like sense floating in the air of hostility between Jane Doe's parents and her, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that is sort of. I could get into like the messiness of the court or like how he's not contesting and um, like all sorts of other stuff. Like there is so much, right, that I could be talking about, but a lot of it isn't relevant, right? Even, even for the listeners, like it isn't, it's just added sort of texture for the, uh, the greater picture that you already have. Right. Um, which one of the, one of it's so good. Like it's so good. I have. So, for reasons that I will not get into, it is very probable that he was cheating oh. while married to her. Which again, military guy, not a shocker. What's a military guy from Tinder? Why would I be surprised? So yeah, that's just uh, if if you need more points against him, just sort of like, mm, mm. yeah. Um. Also, again, very very irresponsible with firearms um pointed it at their dog that they got as well as jane doe oh good he pointed unloaded unloaded but that doesn't change it that's still like not something to do yeah like red flag red flag parade (laughs) oh my god um he also mentioned to her that if she were to cheat on him while they were together, he would kill her. That's not a thing you normally would do. No. Right? Like... Any person I've dated. So weird. Very possessive, very controlling. He hated all of her friends, and that includes me, right? And I think it's because I at least did not let him have the time of day because I was like, you're not going to scare me. You're not impressive to me. Right? Like, I am not in your orbit. I do not care about what you're doing, but you do not intimidate me. And he thought that he did. And I'm just like, really? Really? (laughs) Anyways, right? So, all that story. What's the point? Right? All of this random BS. It gets me back to the beginning where I'm talking about, I don't know which side is in the right. And it may be hard. It may be hard to imagine that after going through all. That isn't right. What what are we debating? It's so. Here's the thing. It's weird, right? Because Jane Doe, right, did not want to leave him. Oh, that's the whole thing. Um, this divorce process because he didn't want to agree to annulment, so he basically made it even more like difficult. Which whatever, Mm -hmm. annoying. Um, means that they have to get an actual divorce, which is going to permanently be, like, on their records, right? Um, which, like, that sucks to be 18 years old and divorced, right? Um, so that's just sort of weird, but it also isn't the outcome that Jane Doe wanted, and also they're not together now. They're done, done. They're done. Done, Which is another thing that she didn't really want. They're, they're over, right? Um, and the whole thing is, like, I don't really... I don't I don't know how to get around to it. So basically in the story, right, you have this idea of like falling in love with the idea of someone, right? 
she right. falls in love with the idea of like this military man who's going to provide for her and all this. He won't. <laughs> if we're being honest, will not, will not, and cannot, because like that's not realistic. Um, but like it's it's hard because she was happy with it despite everything, right? Despite the drinking, like the alcoholism. Because that's what it was. It was very, very bad, right? Despite the rampant alcoholism and the arguments and on and on and on, she was happy, right? And she was fine with it. And that's another thing. She has an issue where she thinks that she can fix people, right? Right. Which, good for her for trying, but, like, it's really hard to change something that's fundamentally wrong with a person when they don't want to change. You know, where she's even telling him, like, I don't like how you drink so much, like, maybe cut back. And then he's, like, doing it even worse. Like, yeah, no helping with that. But she didn't really get her side in this, right? Because you have his side and her parents, right? But she didn't really want to have to choose between either of them, which I get that, right? But she also didn't want to have to throw it all away and, like, choose a side because it was, like, a very rock-and-a-hard-place sort of thing, right? Right. So, she's not... It, it's hard, right? It's hard to see how this could be, like, a victory for her because, like, she lost the quote-unquote love of her life. She's now a divorcee. Former uh-huh. stepmother to two kids at 18. You know, like... Right. Mess, Right. A whole lot of mess, but like that's sort of the thing that gets me because this isn't a broad sweeping sort of issue where it's like here's one side or another where it's like then you get to go through a point. It's like it's a very localized thing where it's just like sometimes it's as small as like a divide in a family over a relationship, right? Right. And it's really hard because for me, I don't see which side would have been, like, the true right thing, right? Because, like, I get that his his whole thing, problem, right? But, like, if she was happy, was it really the role of her parents to, like, overrule that and take that all away from her? Like, I don't know. Yes. I don't know. And that's the weird... Yes. Which, I do get that. But if she didn't want that, like, was it their role? Because she's 18. She's a legal adult, you know? Like... That's where it gets sort of messy, because she wasn't a minor when this happened. She was a fully grown legal adult doing her own stuff. Is it really the role of her parents to then be sort of controlling over that? I don't even think that was control. I mean, she li- Okay, getting married without your parents is fine. If you want to do that, do that. You can. You legally can. It, it's something you can do. However, she technically was still A, in high school, B, that was about a three a three-ish year gap, age gap. And she did it behind their backs while they were out of town. If they were feeling yeah. sound in this decision, they wouldn't have had to sneak about it or run around behind their backs for it or hide it for as long as they did. Mm-hmm. Like I understand the freedom that they were given. But I also understand that, oh, wow, they knew what they were doing was probably wrong, and they still ended up doing it anyway. And now they're facing some really, really, really hard consequences that I wish they weren't facing. Mm-hmm. 
it's just, it's weird to me that you have this all happen, right? And I definitely think there is sort of a difference between, like, adulthood, where it's, like, legal adult, right? Versus, like, maturity. Because, like, this was very immature, right? Right. But, but again, like, the fact that Jane Doe even still wants to, like, she was still considering, like, what if I do just, like, throw it all away and, like, stick with him, right? Which was also another immature, like, she's not... Which, yeah, like, definitely a lot of it is immaturity. But, like, I don't know, I, I genuinely don't know, because it's so... Like, if you are wanting to do something, like, is it right for those around you to want to control that when, like, it's not their life to live, right? If she wants to be a complete fuck, right, and throw everything away, right, shouldn't that be her right to do so? <laughs> like, like I definitely, I wouldn't do this. I know you wouldn't do this, right? No, I but, <laughs> but, again, like, if she, like, is it her... my butt if I did it? I would be in an early grave if I did this. Exactly. Um, but, no, like, is it right for her parents to try to, like, direct the life of her in what they see as her best interest, even though it conflicts with what she wants? Right? Like, is... Her best interests literally have the potential to get her killed. <laughs> so... I understand wanting to be independent and wanting to move away from your parents, but if you are literally doing something that could actively make you lose your life, and your parents are like, hey, no, stop that, I don't understand why you're like, no, I'm going to go run off with this man anyway. He literally has firearms, access to them, points them at you, unloaded or not, pretends to shoot you and you still go run back to him? Like, I just, I mean, as a person, I just don't understand that. Maybe it's because I haven't been head over heels in love with someone like that, that I don't understand the whole, I don't know, keep running back to him thing. But if I was in her position, I wouldn't, I would change my address. I would change my phone number. I would block him. I would, on anything and everything. I mean, maybe, maybe that's how it is, All right? Maybe we cannot fundamentally, maybe we can't fundamentally understand this because we've never been, I mean, frankly, the only word that comes to mind is brainwashed, right? Yeah. I, this is obsessive to allow something to go this far and to potentially risk your entire future, right? Because that's the other thing. I was talking to Jane Doe about this, right? Right. She would have had to throw away her dreams of college because even though she was like, oh, but the military pay for it. Bullshit. Fuck no. No, they will not. The military service. <laughs> like, yeah, if you want to enlist. In the barracks. Like, oh my god. No, I... She genuinely thought that it... So, he wanted to leave the military too. Once he was done with his three years, out of there, right? right. So what happens, right? Picture this. She does leave with him, right? She is then unable to fulfill her dreams and has to just, like, be content with what she has, which, like, meager, not great. He has to stay in the military to support that, which he doesn't want. That is the perfect, like, 
environment to have both of them grow incredibly resentful of each other. And, like, uh-huh. one step leads to another, and that's how a military family falls apart. I have seen that. The writing's clear on the wall. I just, I don't know how she still sees that as, like, a potential future, you know? Because, like, it was so evident. And maybe, again, it's because we are on the outside and we're not under that sort of, like, fog of, like, true romance and all that. Like, it it feels to me like there was a lot of manipulation and, like, mind games that went on, you know? And... I definitely, I feel for her, right? Like, it sucks to have a relationship fall apart. But especially Mm -hmm. to have it get to this point and then implode, it's just not great, you know? And he definitely, he affixed a lot of his future on the marriage, but not her, if that makes sense, right? So, like, all the benefits that he was getting, he was taking advantage of. But, like, they weren't for her, right? So he's getting more money for himself. He's getting an apartment for himself. He's getting a dog for himself. Um and like now that they're divorced, it's not he's going to lose access to all that, right? Right. But like really like that's complete I have no way of defending that's completely right. Like cuz in her mind she feels at fault for that. And it's like, I don't know how to tell her in any more precise words. Like, it is not your fault that he planned his life around the marriage, right? Like, right. I don't... I, I could never imagine planning so many important things on such a minor thing that was, like, bound to fall apart, right? A secret marriage is what you affixed your future to? Really? Yeah. Um... I, should, I don't know. But yeah, I don't, so I don't. That that's the story of Jane and John, and like I, it's still actively playing out, right? And there are constantly more and more revelations, and it's just like what, what is still hidden, you know? It's exhausting, and I feel for her parents completely, right? Like, imagine being a parent and having this situation thrown at you—it's unimaginable, right? But also her, like being brainwashed to the point where you think that like throwing away your entire life for some military boy you met four months ago is like the best thing i can't imagine that like that's some damage i could not be in the position at all um any of the positions yeah i i just it it just sucks, right? Because this whole thing goes on. And it feels and I'm <laughs> I don't it feels like it should mean something, right? It feels like it should amount to some sort of lesson learned. But there's like there's nothing here except like a family that's now scarred by this disaster that's still playing out and still actively causing harm. Like what what is there to gain from all of all of the I mean, I guess trauma, really. Like, having nothing. to deal with this whole thing. Like, there's nothing to gain. It's all loss. There's nothing good that's coming out of this. All of this could have been avoided, like, 12 times. <laughs> God, I just... 
I still think the funniest thing is, like, some of the lies Jane Doe has kept up are, like, so pointless, but she still has them going. Like, she still claims, right, that she met John at the mall, despite the fact that they met on Tinder. And it's like, what is the point of keeping up a lie like that about your ex-husband who doesn't care? (laughs) She probably can't even remember anymore. And I'm just... I... I'm scared of her, right? Because what's going to happen when the next guy comes and he's a bit more pushy and he's a bit more convincing, right? Right. Like, then what, right? Like, losing your family, losing connections to all your friends. Like, this thing, he was trying to isolate her. 100%. That's literally the major manipulation technique. Exactly. Like, I, I don't know. It's just... I don't know how you could let that happen to yourself, but I I guess if you're from the mindset that, like, yeah, all these are just imperfections and I can fix him, I can make him better, like, maybe I can see that, but still, it's just, it's very, it's costly to yourself to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and at what point is it just not worth it? Like, ugh. Yeah, none of this seems worth any of the, the end result. Like, you have a high schooler, like, not even graduated, a secret marriage, and then, like, a public and messy divorce. Something that almost shatters a family apart and, like, almost ruins the lives of people. And, like, what did you get out of it? Absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah. So, that's the story of Jane and John. I have zero clue what it would amount to. Like, it, if anything, it's just a lesson to, like, not fall head over heels over someone that you barely know. Because, like, once their flaws start coming out, sometimes it's not worth it to be married to someone and then realize they're, like, a chronic alcoholic. Yes. Like, I have no way of, like, defending her actions. And I really wish I could, because, like, you know, she's a friend. And it sucks that I can't rationalize this, because this just doesn't... What is to rationalize? There's nothing in here that a sane person could defend. Like, how do you let it get to this point and still think it's okay? Right? Like... God... Well, listeners, if you have any thoughts on this subject, <laughs> please email us at berengeapodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to read your thoughts because I have many. <laughs> um, I probably couldn't say on this podcast because we could get sued. So please give me all of your thoughts. I I don't. Oh my goodness, I am too young for this. I know, right? During the course of this, I feel like I've turned 40. (laughs) Well, if you get snatched, at least I know where you are. Yeah, hopefully. I'll be in the the back of some insane military man's car. (laughs) Yeah. And with that, thank you once again. 
through your diligent march through the awful swamps of Berengia filled with divorcees court trials. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't even know what to say. 